You are listening to the Ingredients for Success podcast, where you can consume dietary supplement industry best practices, trends, recent news, and other insights provided through interviews and discussions with members of the Stratum team and seasoned industry execs. Welcome back to the Ingredients for Success podcast. I'm Jackie Rizzo, and today we have Erica Rankin, the CEO and founder of Brodo. Welcome, Erica. Hi, Jackie. Thanks for having me on. So, Erica, tell us a little bit about what makes Brodo so special. So, Brodo is an improved version of a nostalgic treat. It is a 100% plant-based, protein-infused, better-for-you edible cookie dough. contains half the amount of sugar that's found in regular cookie dough and five times as much protein, which is, again, 100% plant-based. Wonderful. What made you want to start Brodo? Um, yeah, so I launched it in 2019 towards the end of the year. Um, shortly after I went backpacking through Southeast Asia, um, I was working a nine to five job for about a year and a half, felt super lost, super uninspired, decided to quit that when my contract came to an end, um, went traveling and I met a ton of entrepreneurs on that trip, um, which really, I guess, opened my eyes to entrepreneurship and I got home and, um, yeah, I, plan my business and I've always been really passionate about better for you foods. When you formulate your first, well, I guess when you formulated your first recipe for bro dough, how did that all come about? Is it just something that you wanted to eat raw cookie dough? You wanted to make it available? How did it begin for you? The formulation part? Yeah. So the formulation, I believe I started that, um, yeah, five months before actually launching my business. Basically, I looked at traditional cookie dough and um, was seeing what I could swap out. So for um, the sugar, instead of using white granulated sugar, I looked at other alternatives that were um, higher quality, better for you and plant-based. So really just um, making healthier substitutes and then throwing stuff in a bowl, um, lots of trial and error, getting my friends and family to try it, making a bunch of tweaks. And then eventually I have the finalized formula um, a few months later. And how many formulas do you currently have? So there's one base formula. So I kind of have a little trick that I do Um, one base formula and then I just change the inclusion. So for every single flavor, um, those are the only things that change. But the base dough recipe is the same. How many flavors do you have total then? Um, Currently, I think eight. Um, Yeah, I have like my four bestsellers and then I have a bunch of other fun ones. Um, I always every like six to eight weeks, I launch a new one and then I just continue on to kind of keep things exciting. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, Now going into a little bit about what I would love to talk to you about. I first saw you on LinkedIn and I love what you are doing on LinkedIn. How and what, well, what made you lean into going on that specific platform in the beginning? So LinkedIn, I actually didn't touch it for eight months when I launched my business. I kind of went on there as a need. Um, I was working on my business and I wanted to grow it and I didn't really know who to turn to or how to get the help I needed to grow it. Um, So I got on there and I just started messaging um, other founders in the CPG Better For You food space and uh, was setting up calls with them. And a few of them are my mentors still to this day. Um, But I got on there and I just started posting more regularly and meeting people and I guess building a community and surrounding myself with people who are kind of doing the same thing that I'm doing. Um, 
I think that's the, the one thing that I gained out of LinkedIn is just having people to lean on on those really hard days because I'm a solo founder. All my friends here, like they work for the government. They don't really understand the, the entrepreneurship like lifestyle and they're awesome. They're supportive. But sometimes I need, I guess, someone who is going through it as well and they're in the trenches. They get it. Um, so that's why I turned to LinkedIn to, to find those people. Yeah, LinkedIn, it, it's such a great platform for that, for, you know, to find that encouragement in the leadership. And what I really appreciate about you and uh, what you do on LinkedIn is that you are completely real and you're relatable and sometimes you're raw, like it was a hard day. And so you're gonna talk about it in a video with maybe tears streaming down your face, but it becomes uh, relatable for other startups who are like, thank goodness I'm not the only one at this who has these kind of days because I feel like, you know, on social media, we can make everything look great. But there's also a not so great side to entrepreneurship. So I really appreciate you bringing that to the platform. Thank you. Yeah, that's been my goal since day one to just keep it real, be transparent. And through that, have you found that your following has grown because you are just, you're you and that's who you are on LinkedIn? Yeah, absolutely. Um, honestly, I never realized how big of an impact I had. Um, I just, yeah, I started posting, I guess, not only the highs, but the lows. And like the reason why I started doing that is because when I got on LinkedIn, I kind of was looking around and was really discouraged because there would be founders, I guess, closing big accounts and um, yeah, fundraising and doing all these great, amazing things. And I was going through it like I had so many down days and I was kind of playing victim and thought that these circumstances and situations were unique to me. But the more conversations that I had with different people, um, they experienced the same thing. They just don't talk about it. So I think I wanted to be the person to, I guess, bring it to light and show people like the stuff that goes on behind closed doors. It's not always shiny and pretty. Um, and yeah, like since I started posting that content and I guess being real and um, showing the hardships. I've had a lot of people reach out to me and they're like, thank you. Like I am having the hardest week and it's so discouraging, like seeing people around me flourish and succeed. And just, I guess, knowing that I'm not alone on that, like it's, it's really cool that I'm having an impact on others. So. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely are. Um, when, so you are a one woman show in this business that is, has, you know, your TikTok videos have gone viral. You've been super busy. What is your marketing strategy or your philosophy when it comes to marketing your business as an entrepreneur? Again, I think just like keeping it real and um, like my customers are my friends. That's like, I think what separates me from like big corporations or my competition. Like I'm very personable and I guess my personal brand and my business, like they're intertwined. So people know, like even when I send out like emails to my customers, I like sign off with my name and people know it's me. And um, I think, yeah, just building a solid relationship with your customers and showing you care and taking them along the journey, like showing them all of the things that go on, like having freezers in my living room and picking and packing orders at my dining room table and um, getting skids delivered to my condo and like the middle of the parking lot, just like, I guess, showing all of that. And it really resonates with them. And they're like, this is so cool. Like, I want to be a part of this and I want to support this person. Cause like, I see what they're going through. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. And then another thing, like just being consistent. Um, I haven't 
like I'm one of very few, but I've never, I've never really spent money on like paid ads or paid marketing or anything. I've just been very consistent and I'm very good at time blocking and making content. And I guess even with TikTok, like staying up to date, like with the latest trends and like putting out content um, that I know my audience will like. So I think those are things that have really helped me. Who, who are your biggest um, customers? Is it the younger generation or is it moms or older? Um, people, who do you see buying Brodo the most? So definitely millennials, um, like my age group, like to early thirties and Gen Z's like young teens, um, I guess are the main purchasers of my product and, uh, people who just like work out and they want to have that like added protein snack and they don't necessarily want to have like that chewy chalky protein bar. Um, and then also like moms have been buying it for their kids because they love that it's like a better, higher quality cookie dough because usually kids like love cookie dough and we know it's like full of sugar and raw eggs and butter and it's just like you eat too much of it and you get a tummy ache and you get salmonella. Like there's all these yucky things that come with it. So um, yeah, I've had like a lot of moms um, reach out to me and even like their kids, they find me on TikTok and uh, they're like, mom, like, this is so cool. I want this dough. And then they go to my page and then they order for their kids, which is really neat. That is really neat. I love that you, you found your target audience and you know saw where they are. And it is on social media through TikTok. And through that, you're able to do just free marketing. And it's fun marketing. Your TikTok videos are fun. And I remember, I think it was last week you posted one and it was like, tell me or show me that you're in a startup company without telling me in words or something along those lines. Yeah. And then you just zoomed around your, your condo of boxes are here and boxes are outside and um, your desk area with the paper and the receipts. And I thought that is, that's so cool and so fun. And I have a 16 year old son who has just started his own lawn care business. And so I told him, I said, you have to go follow her because this is what she's doing. And so he has really found you inspiring as well. So thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. That's like, yeah, that's my favorite thing about this, honestly. It's cool. So do you have one piece of advice that you'd give to a startup company? Surround yourself with people who you admire and who I guess you want to be like, essentially. Um, like that's what I've found to be really helpful for me. Like I have a solid community of CPG founders. And if I ever have a problem, if I ever have a question or anything, or if I'm unsure about something, um, I think just having people around you who have been through it um, is really important. And then um, just like, yeah, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Like if you have questions, ask, like don't pretend to know things cause then you're never gonna know and you're not gonna learn. Um, so don't have an ego, be curious, put yourself out there, ask questions. Um, for me, like it was extremely intimidating. Like when I first got on LinkedIn and I started messaging like these big successful founders who have multi-million dollar companies, I, I don't know. I like, I remember sending them a message and I was literally shaking and I'm like, these people are never going to respond to me. They're so busy. And they took the time to take calls with me. And yeah, to this day, like they, they still mentor me and it's, the coolest thing ever and it's it's like uh everyone just wants to give back like this community is so giving um and i think everyone they know what it's like to be at the beginning and they're like okay you know what like i need to give back because someone gave back to me when i was in their shoes so yeah that is great that's great that is something that i've noticed about linkedin i'm glad it's a professional platform for just encouraging just you know and mentoring and helping others out so do you have anything up and coming for Brodo? 
I do. Um, yeah, there's lots of things happening right now. I'm, it's kind of like chaotic because I'm moving to a new city um, in a few months. So I'm going to be relocating the business and we're going to start scaling it. So we should be in stores across Canada by the fall. So that's kind of like our game plan right now. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, I can't wait, wait until you actually come to the U.S. because I it's a whole different market and I'm sure there's lots of hoops to jump through in order to yeah. do so. But I'm waiting. I feel like I've been waiting for eight months now for you to get over here. <laughs> I know. I know. It's going to come. It's going to come for sure. Um, yeah, my eyes are big. I'm like the U.S. is there's so much opportunity there. So it'll definitely be in the books for sure. Well, I cannot wait for the day. Um so for our audience, how can they can better connect with you and also connect with Rhoda? What are the best ways to do so? Yeah, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, Eric Rankin. Um, you can follow us on TikTok or Instagram, Roto Canada, and you can email me, erica at roto.ca. Perfect, perfect. Well, Erica, you gave such a great um, story with Rodo. Thank you so much for your inspiration through LinkedIn and what you're doing. And I'm sure any startup that is listening to this podcast will be super encouraged. And I hope they go and follow you because it's so fun to follow you on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And thanks for having me. You bet. You bet. Bye, Erica.